It's your boy, everyone's favorite, the cure for the common rest of the dad, my God, Chris Cadillac. And you know what? I'm drinking at Moe's. I'm li- literally looking at him in the face, having a beer, and cheersing him every two seconds. You're listening to one of the best uh, wrestling podcasts out there. So, hey, cheers to you. All right, everybody. Welcome to Drinking the Moe's, the weekly recap where I'm going to go over the wrestling shows that I saw throughout the week, give my thoughts, my opinions. And like I just said, they're my opinions. If you agree with them, awesome. If you don't, tell me in the comments on the YouTube version what you think that differs from mine. Love to talk wrestling with people, as is evidenced by all the interviews I've been getting done. But let's get right to it. First show of the week, Monday Night Raw. Now, I got to say, there, there was some decent parts. And eh, although anymore, kind of the usual for the WWE stuff. <laughs> the first kind of what the fuck, I got to say, is with this uh, Dana Brooke-Becky Lynch match. Now... No offense to Dana Brooke, but why the fuck is Becky Lynch going after the 24-7 title? You know, for the longest time, for wrestling fans, this 24-7 title has been a joke. And, you know, having somebody the caliber of Becky Lynch, who has main-evented WrestleMania's, one multiple titles has been kind of the face or one of the faces of the WWE women's division going after that kind of come on but anyways <clears throat> it was basically just a why match and then again no offense to Dana Brooke but Becky Lynch Losing to her. Like, what? Although, in her defense, Asuka did kind of assist with holding down her foot and blah, blah, blah. So, Dana Brooke ended up coming out on top there. Next off, we have a confrontation between Riddle and The Miz. Starts with some, you know, going over insulting people, and then, you know, Riddle saying Miz doesn't have any balls, and then before you know it, Miz ends up getting his tuxedo pants ripped off, and it ends up, you know, air quotes, ruining the little celebration for the new premiere of Ms. and Mrs. Whatever. Next off, Street Profits versus the Usos. Okay. On paper, great match. We know that if you really let these two teams go against each other, they'll put on a hell of a match. Street Profits, Usos, great tag teams. I'm a fan of tag team wrestling, but 
and I can in a way kind of understand the way this went with Street Profits getting a count out victory. It it leads to possibilities of a feud. So I guess we'll see what comes of that. Now that that would be a match I wouldn't mind seeing. Hopefully they actually get something going for those tag titles. All right, next off, good Lord, Dominic versus Veer Mahan. Now, I've, I got to say, I'm so damn bored with this Veer Mahan. Like, I don't know if it was the months upon months upon months of the same vignette. Veer is coming. Veer is coming. Blah, blah, blah. And then he finally comes and ends up beating up some guy less than half his size doesn't really I, I don't know I do not know with this one no offense to Dominic his father Rey Mysterio is an absolute fucking legend and you know hopefully with a little more experience under his belt Dominic can you know rise up to fill the pretty big boots that he has to fill. Uh, well, talking about Rey Mysterio there, he ends up coming out and, you know, to assist his son after Veer Mahan wouldn't let go of that submission maneuver of his, causing Veer Mahan to win by DQ. Now, I might be out of order here, so whatever. But uh, next off, I got listed Omos versus Cedric Alexander. Pretty much a fucking squash match. I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, I'm pretty big on Cedric Alexander. Big fan of his. And uh, I guess if they're trying to build Omos back up after taking the loss at the Hell in the Cell, I guess they're, guess they're doing it. All right. After this, we got Ezekiel, not Elias, versus Otis. Now, Ezekiel huh, ends up pulling out the win here. He with a crucifix pin. Crucifix pin. Okay. Kevin Owens comes out to challenge, or no, wait, he challenges Kevin Owens. I almost got that mixed up there. Ezekiel challenges Kevin Owens to another fight. And, you know, Kevin Owens didn't really get what he wanted in having Ezekiel admit that he's Elias. So he says, if you end up doing it, you say it, you'll get the match. He does, but then says that he was lying. So well, I guess they got the match. Next off, Rhea Ripley, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and Dewdrop for a number one contender spot against Bianca Belair. Now, I'll go ahead and say this right now. This was probably the match of the night. And it's great to see after, you know, I'll firmly believe, you know, WWE hasn't really 
done the best with the women's division. Just saying that that's my opinion. But uh, this, this, they did pretty good here. And with uh, Ripley gaining the number one contender spot, hey, we got a pretty good match there. You know, Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair, that's going to be awesome. And I would, I would be crazy if I left this out. The segment where we are told we are going to get a new member of Judgment Day. They're all in the ring. Out comes Finn Balor. Yes, that's Finn Balor. People that say Baylor, just what the fuck. Pronounce the damn name right. Anyways. <laughs> out he comes. Thanking him. Thanking Edge. And then, you know, here's where what everybody's been talking about. The Judgment Day turns on Edge. Edge is out. Balor's in. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Going to be uh, definitely interesting to see where this goes. Now, like I said, match of the night for tonight goes back to Rhea Ripley winning that fatal four-way match for the number one contender spot for the Raw Women's Championship. little bit of a break in the show. I want to encourage anybody, if you're in the Omaha area, PWP on the 15th have their next WrestleRama show down in Benson at the waiting room. You need to make sure you're down there because it it's promising to be one hell of a show. I mean, they put on pretty consistent shows, so... If you're in the area, don't miss it. And you know what? While you're down there, Ted and Wally's, who recently had the Big Mo ice cream flavor, they're just right down the street. So why don't you head on down there and then go watch some wrestling? All right, everybody. Now we're on to SmackDown. Tonight's episode started off with Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for a Money in the Bank qualifier. It was a hard-hitting match. You know, physical as you'd expect from those two. Both can knock the shit out of somebody. Um, Chair comes into use. And they go over the announce table. But this is a funny part. They ran that commercial, went into a commercial break right after that happened. And it was that commercial with McIntyre, Sheamus, and I'm, I'm spacing off on who else, but talking about going through a table. I don't know, the timing on it was funny. But ends up going, they both, like I said, chairs come in use. And, you know, they both, I guess, get disqualified. So I guess neither of them qualified for the money in the bank. And I know later on, Drew McIntyre went in to talk, you know, get qualified. So pff, 
who the hell knows. Next, we find out some unfortunate news that Cody Rhodes, with that nasty injury he got, is going to be out for nine months. Going to take him to damn near mania if it goes the entire nine months. Unfortunate that that happened the way it did. Then they have a Lacey Evans uh, motivational promo. Hey, a fellow veteran, so I salute you. Um, then that goes into Lacey Evans versus Zia Lee for a women's money in the bank qualifier. And okay. Now I I don't know why this popped up for me, but when they were doing Zaylee's uh, entrance, they mes- mentioned she was from Chongqing, China. I now I don't know enough about China to know if there's actually a town there called Chongqing. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to come across racist or nothing, because I that was like wait, whatever. But anyways, it was actually halfway decent match. I'm Lacey Evans definitely showed off some pretty impressive stuff, and she ended up pulling out the win. She qualifies for the women's Money in the Bank, so happy for her. Next, we have a Ronda Rousey promo, and then Shotzi comes out and interrupts and challenges her. Then they end up having Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey. And you know what? Ronda Rousey actually made it kind of believable here. You know, you, I get, anybody that's watched wrestling with uh, like myself or anybody else that has watched it as long as I have, you kind of know that Ronda was going to win, but this match made it believable that, you know, there might be a chance. But it went the way I thought it would, and Ronda Rousey pulled out the win. Next off, we got Gunther versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental title. And you know what? I was hoping this wasn't going to be a squash. And you know what? It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a typical squash match. They actually, it actually looked like they tried to show Ricochet some respect. But uh, in the end, we got a new champ. So, congratulations, Gunther. Um, next off, we got main event, Riddle versus Sami Zayn. Now, if Sami Zayn won, Riddle barred from SmackDown. If Riddle won, then Riddle gets a shot at Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Universal Championship. Now, the thing is, 
Is that going to be pay-per-view TV? Because, you know what, they haven't had Roman there to defend shit. So, whatever. But uh, Riddle ends up winning. Wasn't really anything special there. So, I guess we'll be getting Riddle versus Roman Reigns. Well, this break is going to be a little more serious. 22 veterans a day end up taking their own lives. I've unfortunately been part of the club that has had now three of my friends, two of which I actually served with, become part of that statistic. Mental health is a serious thing. If you are thinking of it yourself, of taking your own life, or if you even know somebody, there is help out there. The National Suicide Hotline, there's plenty of veterans organizations out there for those veterans out there. Ask for help. It's not a bad thing to ask for help. All right, everybody. Now we are on to AEW. First off for them, AEW Dynamite. Pretty good start to this one, the Casino Battle Royal, because they announced last week that we were going to have a Battle Royal who the winner will go on to face John Moxley in the main event to determine who goes on to Forbidden Door to face off who it's going to be determined between Hiroshi Tanahashi and, and Hiroki Goto. Going to be a pretty good damn match in itself. But to start this off, we got Andrade being the final entrant. He has been off for a little bit, but hey, He's back, did pretty good here. <laughs> you know, Max Caster and the, the Ass Boys, you know, thank you, Dan Housen. But uh, they come out, and you know what? I'm, <laughs> I, I got to admit, I'm getting a kick out of this where Max starts off the rap, the Ass Boys come in saying a couple city names that obviously aren't the one that's the one they're in and then you know they end up getting it right so hey I, i'm loving it i gotta say it now another cool thing in this match well i thought it was cool swerve swerve lee when isaiah swerve scott swerved his uh air quotes buddy Keith Lee eliminated from the match. Keith Lee looked pretty damn pissed. I, I would not be the person that I would not want to be the guy that would piss him off. He, he looks scary pissed off. Now, the guy ends up pulling out the win in this match, Kyle O'Reilly. Now, that is going to lead to main event which we'll go into later, Kyle O'Reilly versus John Moxley. That, who 
those two together. Mm. All right. Next off, we have the announcement of a new title in AEW, the All Atlantic title. I got it, and I've said it on Twitter. I said it to a few people. This new title of theirs looks oddly like the Gift of the Gods title from Lucha Underground. Hey, it, it, it looks pretty cool. I mean, that title belt looked cool. This one does, so hey, I'm not going to complain. Now, they got a little tournament set up where tonight's match was Pac versus Buddy Matthews. Then they're also going to have, I believe next week, you know, leading up to Forbidden Door, Ethan Page versus Miro. I'm sorry, Ethan Page. I, I love your toy hunt vlogs, but I don't, I don't know if I like your chances there. And then we also have Penta Escuro. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Versus Malachi Black. That's going to be an entertaining as hell match. Then we got a yet-to-be-determined match that will happen over in New Japan. I guess uh, I guess we'll see how that turns out. I'm looking into seeing if I can figure that one out, and we'll try to break the news. But when I break news on this channel, we're going to have verified sources. I'm not just going to be giving my opinion and passing it off as news like I've seen happen. It ain't going to happen here. But next match we have, and it's going to be the only one on tonight's show for this tournament, Pac versus, or Pat, Pac, the bastard versus Buddy Matthews. Holy shit, pretty damn amazing match. A lot that you'd expect from both of them. They can bolt speed like crazy. Hard hitting, athletic, great way to start off the tournament. Because, you know, you think, oh my God, another singles title in AEW. You know, we were hoping for the trios title. Well, word is eventually we'll get those. But, hey. If this is any indication of what we're going to get from this tournament, hey, might be some pretty good wrestling to watch. So sit back and enjoy it. Pac ends up pulling out the win here. So, hey, he goes on to face the winner of Ethan Page or Miro. Eh, to be honest, I, I got to go with Miro there. Like I said, Ethan Page, sorry. All right, next up, we have a little bit of a promo. Well, promo, I don't know if Eddie Kingston really likes to call them promos anymore, but we got Eddie Kingston challenging Jake Hager for Rampage, which as of the me filming this, it's going to be happening here in a couple hours. So I'm going to enjoy that. I'm a big Eddie Kingston fan. Oh, he's his intensity. I love it. Next match that we have. Oh, no, wait. 
don't trying to go as chronological as I can here. Next on my notes here, we got Trent Barretta doing the pulling in the ring, saying you know wanting another shot for him and Rapongi Vice, him and Rocky Romero for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles because the match. The, the last match they had ended in a DQ after Jeff Cobb and Great O'Connor came in and ran in. <coughs> and, you know, didn't think FTR would want to, you know, win like that. So they're, they're about to, you know, oh, you want to be mad at the guys that, you know, cost you the match. Well, coincidentally, the guy that leads the faction that cost them the match, Will Ospreay, ends up coming out here. And, you know, people are excited. I mean, understandably so. Will Ospreay, one of the best in the fucking world right now, coming out and, you know, does this little signal and here comes Ozzy open. They attack. And, you know, oh, Hanare. Oof. You know, he used to be, eh, no offense to him, kind of, air quotes, jobberish. But, hey, since he's joined United Empire, I'm loving the intensity. I mean, I've always kind of been a fan of him. This intensity that he's showing being a part of United Empire, I'm loving it. Then next match after that whole thing happened we have hangman page versus david finley now if you haven't watched dynamite yet or if, even if you have go back and look at that thing that david finley is wearing in the ring looks a lot like something his his a uh, daddy fit finley ended up wearing for a while but hey cool little tribute to fit Adam Cole ends up being on commentary. Okay. Dave Hangman and Adam Cole have had a little bit of thing here. Now, uh, Tope Suicida landing. That was one of my things on my notes here. Whew. And then, you know, an amazing match outside of that, really. One of, and I'll go into this. I had two matches, you know, probably could be three, really, that tied for match of the match of the night. This one was one of them. It was a great match. Now, afterwards, after Hangman, I got to get that Hangman won. Hangman cuts a promo challenging the one and only Okada for Forbidden Door for the IWGP Championship. Now, there is some, a New Japan show where Okada is defending against eh, pulling a blank, but Okada is defending, so he might not even be that champion at Forbidden Door. So, I guess we'll see, but Hangman versus Okada would be a pretty decent match. Adam Cole butts in, 
I guess maybe that feud is continuing. Okay. Next off, little segment with Thunder Rosa. Kind of glad she's getting a damn segment on the show. Open challenge. She's like, you know, I want to defend the damn title. And wouldn't you know, Marina Shafir ends up being the one to answer. This could be pretty damn interesting. Leg fall asleep there. But all right. Next up, we have Warlow doing a promo saying he wants to go for the TNT title. But then we find out that the, this next Wednesday on Dynamite, he's going to have to do a one-on-20 match. Okay. Next little segment we have here, Young Bucks start off with, you know, talking about wanting to go for the titles, the tag titles. <laughs> Hardy's come in, you know, talking about, you know, they should be next in line. Okay. Then Jung- Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus come in with Christian. Christian ends up setting up a whole three-way ladder match. And, you know what, go back and watch this. The face on Jungle Boy. <laughs> he, he's just standing there by Christian like, what the fuck, dude? Hey, it ended up, it, it was a pretty entertaining segment. Next off, we finally have Thunder Rosa, Marina Shafir for the AEW women's title. Now, I've heard a lot of people talking, like defending Marina Shafir's music. Now, I don't hate it, but I will say this. It kind of makes me want to fall asleep when I'm hearing it. But anyways, the two, this entire match, are just knocking the shit out of each other. Holy crap. You know, and like I said, it's kind of nice after everything that's been going on, you know, Thunder Rosen not being on TV, even though she's a champ, and, you know, people questioning AEW women's division booking. But, hey, this was a pretty damn nice segment, I got to say. Great match. Hard-hitting. Then uh, Thunder Rosa ends up winning with a roll-up. I mean, that was kind of anticlimactic, but hey, it was a great match. Other than that, then Marie Shafir ends up attacking, and Tony Storm comes in for the save, and you know, looking like maybe we'll end up here soon getting Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa. That would be pretty good, I gotta say. And, oh, I almost forgot during that match, since AEW this week was in Kansas City, the Kansas City Chiefs offense, I believe it was the offensive line, was shown in the crowd, front row, lucky bastards. Anyways, pretty cool. They got to be there. Next, we have uh, the promo for the, the baddies. Jake Cargill, Red Velvet, Kira Hogan. Now, 
<laughs> it, it was kind of funny how uh, how their uh, manager there messed up Statlander's name. <laughs> but we find out that uh, on Rampage, we're going to have Statlander versus Red Velvet. That should be that should be all right. That should be a pretty decent match. Next off, the match we've all been waiting for. Kyle O'Reilly versus John Moxley. All right. Now, I gotta say that this was everything I thought it would be when Kyle O'Reilly won that battle royal. Hard hitting both. It, basically a damn striking clinic <clears throat> is how I have it down here in my notes. Damn striking clinic. Great mat wrestling from really both of them. I mean, we kind of knew Kyle Riley could go there, but John Moxley was really showing it. Pretty damn good. <laughs> this was a part that I particularly liked and wanted to make sure I highlighted here. Kyle O'Reilly biting the ropes to, you know, kind of, oh, he's touching the ropes. You got to let go in the hold. Moxley lets go of the hold. Kyle O'Reilly's still biting the ropes, so he kicks the ropes. <laughs> I fucking loved it. It was fucking awesome. Anyways, after a pretty goddamn hard-fought match, John Moxley ends up winning. So he's going on to Forbidden Door to face either Tanahashi or Hiroki Goto. That is going to be crazy. Probably this Forbidden Door show already is pretty shaping up pretty damn good. Now, I said match of the night. I kind of have uh, three kind of tied because that, it was so damn hard. Hangman Finley, O'Reilly Moxley, and then Pac, Buddy Matthews. All three great. Too hard for me to choose between the three of them. But amazing, amazing show. Usually give shout out at the end of the episode, but this one I'm going to give a little extra one. To Steve and the rest of the crew at Warrior Wrestling for having me down there at the St. Louis show, Warrior 22, and all the amazing hospitality and making me feel more than welcome the entire time. I can't thank them enough. They have two shows coming up this month. Warrior 23 in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Warrior 24 in Chicago, Illinois. Right before the big AEW Forbidden Door show. Hey, if you're in the area, you can make both. All right, let's fucking go. All right, now we're on to... Impact Wrestling. Now, before we get into the show, I got to say, a lot of people are kind of sleeping on Impact. You know, doesn't really help them that, you know, 
a lot of people don't get access. So that kind of hurts. Um, I mean, if you have, if you have impact plus like I do, you might just have to wait till the next day, but Hey, that ain't too bad. Or they got a deal there on their YouTube channel, but you know, and this is just for me, if I'm already paying for impact plus, I'm not paying extra for a YouTube thing, but Hey, regardless, do not sleep on impact. They are putting on some pretty consistently good stuff. Let's get on to the show. First off, they did a recap last week. Sammy Callahan promo. Fuck. Intense. First match of the night, we have Tennille Dashwood versus Rosemary. Oof. Hard shots from the both. Now... You know, when you have somebody going up against a heel tag team, somebody from the tag team in a singles match, you know, you're kind of expecting some outside interference, which there was plenty of in this match. And so I got I to make note of Rosemary in this move. They called the commentary team called the upside down. Basically, she's upside down. But anyways. It, it looked it looked amazing. Just saying. Now, whew. okay. Rosemary ends up just completely ragdolling Tennille Dashwood all around. <laughs> like, damn. This cricket also another crazy submission move out of Rosemary. <laughs> and you know what? Not from that move, but she does end up winning the match. And eh, as I kind of expected, you know, some some uh, attacking after the match from the 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 influence Dashwood and um, Madison Rain. Okay, but then Ty Valkyrie ends up coming in and you know helping with the save. And, you know, there's a little face-off there with, you know, Valkyrie and Rosemary because they've had a little bit of a contentious history there. So, okay. Next off, we have the Good Brothers going down to Sandy Fork, Delaware to uh, hunt down the Briscoe Brothers. Huge Briscoe Brothers fan. I mean, I am kind of fan of the Good Brothers, too, but mostly briscoes but uh they end up going through some pretty entertaining stuff but then they find you know papa briscoe and then all of a sudden here comes the briscoe brothers <laughs> god damn briscoe brothers entertaining as hell big on them you know showing off some of that redneck kung fu <laughs> but hey Entertaining segment. I'm looking forward to that match at Slammiversary. Briscoes versus the Good Brothers for those Impact Wrestling Tag Team titles. Next off, Steve Macklin versus PCO. PCO won. Oh, damn. Big, big, big fan of his. You know, some of the stuff that, that man is pulling off at his age. In his size, you wouldn't expect. 
but you know, I kind of describe him like a, a human wrecking ball, pretty much. But uh, there was one spot where you know you wouldn't think, you know, even PCO would come back. He Steve Macklin has him tied up in like the tree of woe, but on the barricade, and then does the spear. And I forget where the hell this happened, but PCO had this pretty damn nasty shoulder thing. Like you can see kind of the bone popping up there. Like he had a separated shoulder. So nasty looking. And he still ends up fighting off some of the security. Macklin ends up the winner of this match. It, oh. When you watch a PCO match, be sure to watch out for this maneuver, the deanimator, as they call it. It's like a rolling, like flipping off the the top rope and onto the onto the guy that's laying on the ring apron. Nasty. All right. Now Deanna Prazo and Tasha Steeles have a little powwow. And, you know, there's a little, little, little tension there. But, hey, Deanna ends up, she, she wants that damn knockouts title again. And then towards the end, the real-life friends, Deanna and uh, Chelsea Green end up talking. And, you know, looks like maybe we'll have an alliance here. Who knows? Now, the, I'm loving this next part because they've been doing pretty good lately, hyping up the 20th anniversary of Impact Wrestling. Pretty pretty good, you know, for 20 years, bringing in a lot of past Impact talent and even some of the intros, the show intros are, you know, from past uh, things for impact but today on impact they they had matt morgan who was known for a while as the blueprint you know talking about his time in impact and he's interrupted by vincent of honor no more now I, i'm kind of a big vincent fan so i'm not complaining there but uh Matt Morgan says he doesn't like uh, Honor No More's chances in this match that's coming up for Slammiversary. Honor No More versus five Impact Originals. They already got three right now. Already got three. The Motor City Machine Guns and Frankie Kazarian. I guess we'll have to wait to find out who those other two are. They don't got much longer, though. They don't got much longer. They only got like in about another week. Next off, we got Joe Doring versus the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander, he, I'm glad he's getting everything that he's been getting. Hell of a talent. Ends up having this like vice grip on it. Headlock. He, it just wasn't letting go. And Match ends with the 
it ends up by yeah, oh brain fart ends up by DQ after some of the the violent band of the Zagan guys try to uh, assist by hitting Josh Alexander with a flagpole, but it gets stolen by Josh Alexander and he breaks it over Joe Doring. So Joe Doring DQ ends up winning the match. Now we see stuff on Ace Austin, who it's now known joined the Bullet Club all over there in Japan. Callahan and Moose have a pretty intense little backstage fight segment. Cardona and his buddy Myers here. For some reason, Cardona thinks that just because he still has the title, even though we lost it, he, that he he's still the champion. So he gives it to his buddy. Now, those that you know pay attention to Impact Wrestling know that Rich Swan ended up beating Matt Cardona for that title. But, you know, some trickery like they, heels always do. So, Meyer's the champion, but, you know, Slammiversary is going to get settled. Next off, three of Honor No More, Eddie Edwards, Mike Bennett, and Matt Taven versus the Motor City Machine Guns and Frankie Gazarian. It was a great match. Great match, definitely. You know, a lot of great triple teaming from the Impact Originals. You know, the Honor No More preventing the tag on multiple occasions. You know, a whole bunch of everybody taking flight in this match. Damn. And then my, oh, what the hell? I right down there. Oh, Mike Bennett, if you and by chance end up watching this, you know, people talk about Paul Heyman guy. I'm a Mike Bennett guy. I'm just saying it right now. I'm a Mike Bennett guy. And shit, I'm an honor no more guy. Keep it going, guys. But, uh, you know, they end up attacking the Impact Originals. And then... Heath comes out, tries to go for the save, but then, you know, the numbers game comes and gets him again, and they end up taking him out, you know, tying up his ankle and chair, and, you know, boom. It looks like he ain't going to be one of the other two for that 10-man tag at Slammiversary. I guess we'll have to wait to find out. All right, we are going to have a little bit of a, not a little bit of a break, but make sure that you mark your calendar down June 18th, Warrior Wrestling 23, Grand Rapids, Michigan. They are going to have another amazing card highlighted by Athena versus AQA for the women's title. And a War of Attrition match <coughs> for the Warrior Wrestling Championship. Will Ospreay defending against some amazing talents 
including Lance Archer, Brian Pillman Jr., Swerve himself, Davey Richards, Jeff Cobb. Holy shit, you're going to want to get that show. All right, everybody, now we're on the rampage for AEW. Now, this, it started off kind of different. They did, you know, on TV, they had the whole regular intro, but then when they went for the match, they were already in there and about to go at it. All right, whatever. I got told by a few people there that it, it was it was weird, but... Hey, we have Hager showing off, you know, MMA skills, you know, lots of good striking, lots of good uh, submission holds. Um, but Eddie Kingston, you know, right when it looked like Hager was, you know, going to control most of the damn match, you know, Eddie Kingston pulled it out to, like, you'd have to damn near kill him to beat him. You know, sometimes I, <laughs> as intense as that guy is, I can kind of see it. But, you know, after two spinning back fists, it kind of looked like a version of uh, Jericho's Judas effect, but I think that's technically an elbow. But uh, two of them, and Eddie Kingston pulls out the win. Pretty, pretty good match. Next off, we have Satin Zing, the freaking giant, and Jay Lethal versus Davey Vega and Matt. Some I couldn't hear the damn name. Regardless, complete squash match. Nothing really special there. Then pretty entertaining Hookhausen segment. They talk about stuff they bought after their big win at Double or Nothing. <laughs> I got a kick out of it. Next off, Red Velvet versus Chris Stadlander. Now, pretty impressive power slam to start off because, you know, Red Velvet tried to run after her before she even got in the ring. Um, then getting back, you know, she, Stadlander kind of just, boom, throws her and I there were a few points in this match where it seemed like she was just ragged on her around you know there was still some times where Red Velvet got in some offense so it wasn't like a completely one-sided affair <laughs> and goddamn, damn how, how strong is that Statlander man she something else but uh Statlander ends up pulling out the win and baddies end up attacking after. We kind of saw this coming with, you know, Anna Jay coming out and then, you know, numbers. And then Athena comes out and she, she doesn't even get to the ring. Security holds her back, whatever. But then we're on to the main event. FTR and Trent Beretta versus the United Empire of Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open. Now, 
I'm going to have to say this is probably match of the night, in my opinion. You know, lots of speed and athleticism from United Empire. Not to say that there wasn't from FTR and Tramp. But, uh, yeah, match of the night. It was pretty damn good. It's between that and Kingston and Hare. But, uh, yeah, they told a great story because, you know, there's a whole thing about, you know, FTR and, you know, Rapongi Vice having the match and United Empire interrupted. You know, they're really setting up for something at Forbidden Door. I liked it. I liked it a lot. That one for match of the night. Now, now on to what I think for match of the week. Oh, boy. That is going to be a tough one. Um, there was, I mean, obviously, FTR and Trent versus United Empire. Um, there was... There was that amazing first match between Pac and uh, Buddy Matthews to start off the Atlantic title tournament. There was, was it Hangman versus David Finley that was also pretty damn good. Um, but you know what match of the week... I'm going to have to go with, hmm, I'm going to go with Park versus Buddy Matthews. That's my pick for match of the week. want to thank you for listening to today's episode. Got to, as always, give my shout outs to the random podcast because they've been so supportive since the start sharing and putting the word out because i'm going off word of mouth right now and also to my friend val pancakes and her show the stack they've been supportive as well great people go listen to them